Okay, let's start with again with the Mishnah. <coughs> Hopefully, we'll end on on time. Zok the Mishnah, Hamakana Ishtoi, one who warns his wife, meaning not to seclude, as the Mishnah will explain. Rav Liezer says, He gives her the kinoi with two edim witnessing this hasra, this warning. Umashke, and he's able to give her to drink, meaning in order to be able to give her to drink, she has to be secluded. She has to have the seclusion with one aid, or even if he himself is the one who's witnessing her secluding with this person. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, Indeed, the warning can be done and has to be done with two. Adim, like Rabbi Yezer said, but but also the hashoka, in order to be able to give her to drink, she has to seclude also with Adim and one witness, or he himself is not sufficient for her to um, be given to drink the Mesaita. Yeah. How does he do the kinoi? How does he warn her? Says the Mishnah, he says to her in front of two Edim, if he says to her, if he said to her in front of two Edim, do not speak with so and so. But she went and she violated what he what he commanded her about, and she spoke with him. Adayin he muteres lebeisa. She still mutter to have relations with her husband. Umuteres lech of truma, and she's also mutter to eat truma because their marriage is completely intact. Nothing was severed in their marriage by her violating his command. However, nichnasa imoy, if she entered with this person, lebeisa seiser to a secluded area. Correct. Even, even if she spoke with the person after her husband explicitly said, don't speak with him, she's still mutter to him and mutter to Yitruma. No, but this gets where she actually secludes herself. No, so that's after, right, it's after the warning. But after he said don't speak to her? Or no, so we're going to explain to the Gemara that it's after he gave her a real warning of not secluding. Right. Once she went with him to a secluded area of Imai, and she stayed with him, the shear of Violation of Tuma, Asura Lebesa, then she's going to be Asura to have relations with her husband, Vasura Lech of a Truma, and she's going to be forbidden from eating Truma. And furthermore, says the Mishnah of and if he dies before she has a chance to eat, to drink rather, the Mesaita, she only does Chalitza, and there's no mitzvah of Yibam, as we'll see in the Gemara, why. Okay, that was the Mishnah. She's a person, in this case, she's a, a Aisha's kind. She's married to a kind, but she's a Bas Yisrael. Could I have a half minute that this whole Indian is dealing with an Aisha's kind? You, you want to know if it's possible? Yeah, I mean, is it, it's just saying, I mean, just the Truma part is specific to someone right. who happens to be a Correct, correct. Yeah, we're saying that that's, it's all going to be related, it's all going to be connected. That's how deep the um, damage is. By the site, by her violating the, by becoming going into the parsha of a suffix site, that's what we're telling. What point does she get in suffix? Once she has, once there's two edim, according to Yeshua, or one aid according to Eliezer. Two that she did that, that she was. Secluded. That was she secluded, right? She's already a suffix site. She's already a suffix site. 
Well, she's a I mean, we, she's a saita. We don't know if she actually had tumah, but she's called a saita then. She's not going to have tumah vadois, but she's going to already have certain dina saita. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Says. If we know that there was a vaday tumah, then she wouldn't get the drink. Correct. She would lose her ksuba, and she would be. She's a she's a she was mizana. Okay. Says the Gemara. Michti tano min nazir salik. Since the tano had just completed teaching the Meseches Nazir, Nikhti Tana Minazir Salik. Since the Tana left Meseches Nazir, my Tana, what did he teach in Meseches Nazir? The Katana Saito, that he taught Saito right after Meseches Nazir. What did he see in Meseches Nazir that he taught Saito right afterwards? Answers the Gemara, the Rebbe, like Rebbe said, the Tana, as we learned in our Bryce, Rebbe Oimer, Rebbe said, why did the Torah juxtapose the parsha of Noz Saita and to the, the parsha of Nazir rather to the parsha of Saita? This is coming to tell you that anyone who sees a Saita Bikilkula in her disgrace, Yazir should make fences to abstain from wine because he sees what could happen through wine. And therefore, he should, a person who sees this should put um, fences in place that he shouldn't come to this. Yeah. Quick question. Is that saying that she must have been drunk when she secluded with this man? Well, there, well we'd see, we'll see in the, the Mishnahis of how they talk to her about what wine does. But yeah, that's, in other words, we're not saying that, that she was drunk necessarily. She would be in violation of it even if she was drunk, if that's what you're asking. But um, wine definitely brings to this. Or it's one of the main culprits I mean, that says, could bring to uh, it. We were saying that, you know, that he should distance himself from wine. It's, it's a lesson for the man. So you don't end up... Like her. Like her or like someone who puts her in that situation? You don't end up like her. You see what happens to someone. The result, not that he's, he's not going to be a saita. I mean, the truth of the matter is that there's women over there that were watching also, as we'll see. But um, the point is, you see what can happen to someone who's, who's doing this, and therefore set yourself up, put some boundaries up. Is, is Rebbe only saying abstain from wine, or is he, is he saying go all the way, become a Nazir? So, actually, the Farshim the, talk about that, because, in fact, we see other places that it's not a good thing to be a Nazir. So, the Mepharshim say, the Beresheva says over here, that it just means... Put guy put fences in place. Doesn't mean actually accept nazirus. You could learn like that, and so, so, I'm sure some of us should learn like that. But it doesn't have to necessarily mean that. Parrots. Okay. Says the Gemara. Frank the Gemara of a listening soita. So let it teach the mesecha soita first. V'hada listening nazir, and then teach nazir because that's the seder hapsukim that the Torah tells you the parsha of soita, then tells you the parsha of nazir. Answers the Gemara. I did it on since it talks Ksubis in Meseches, in Seder Nashim. The Ton Hamadir in Meseches Ksubis, it taught Perak Hamadir, which talks about Nedarim. So therefore, Ton and Nedarim, it teaches Meseches Nedarim after Meseches Ksubis. Vai did it Ton and Nedarim, and since it taught Meseches Nedarim, Ton and Nazir, it taught Nazir, did Dami the Nedarim, because Nazir is similar to Nedarim, that it's a form of a vow. And then once we teach Nazir, we teach Saita, to be fulfilled that which Rebbe said, that there's a 
a, a connection between Nazar and Saita, that by seeing a Saita, a person should put um, guidelines into place to not end up like the Saita. Good? I got it. Thank you. Okay. Says the Gemara. Hamekane. The Mishnah said, Hamekane, which means the one who warned. Okay? So the Lushan of the mission of Hamekane, the one who warned, someone who warned. Tzmashma, says the Gemara, di'ever in l'chatchilaloi. The terminology of Hamekane, instead of saying the word Mekane Adam le'ishtai, a person is Mekane, warns his wife, and then we have the dispute whether it's with two Aiden or one aid, etc. The Mishnah doesn't say that. It says Hamekane, one who did it. It sounds like they came to the Shaila, I did it, how should I do it? Meaning we're not telling you this is what you should do if this is what comes up. If you suspect your wife, this is what you should do. It says, Hamekane, one who warned his wife, the warning had to be done with two Aiden, which would seem to indicate the evidence, if it was done, yes, but we wouldn't suggest and recommend that a husband warn his wife as a saita. Hamekane, one who warned his wife, end quote, says the Gemara, the evidence, it's mashma, that it's only b'di'evet, that if a person did it, you should know this is the halachas that apply. We'll see in the Mishnahis later. We'll see in the Mishnahis later, there's, there's a way out. But we're, we're, all, we're, all we're saying is, the question is, right now, before anything happens, a person comes to the Rav and says... I suspect that my wife is having an affair. So does the, the, um, the, the language of the Mishnah would seem to suggest that the Rav is not going to tell her, according to this Mishnah at least, the Rav is not going to tell him, this is what you should do. Warn her with two aid and etc. It sounds like we're talking about someone who's doing it, or someone who did it. And it's only a B'dyeved, that if he warns her, okay, so the halacha is that the warning happens with two aid for the kinoi and machlekes about how many you need for the stew. Yeah? This diuk is because the word Hamakana is past tense. Yeah, that's the way Rashi learns it. That's the way we're going to say it. Yeah. Meaning it's something that happened already. Something, the one who did it. We're talking about someone who did it. Not Mekane. In other words, if we wouldn't have had the hay, it would have, in other words, the other. Ovar. Ovar. Yeah. Okay, so again, Hamakana, one who warned his wife, the evident, Lachatchila Loi. Smashma only be the evident if he warned her, but he Lachatchila should not. So the Gemara is asked, wondering why is that so? Says the Gemara, Kosovar Tana Didon, our Tana holds, Kosovar Tana Didon, our Tana holds, Osser Likanois, it's Osser to do Kino, it's Osser to put your wife in a situation where she may end up as a Saitan. You're going to make her have bizarreness. She's going to be embarrassed. Public humiliation. And the Mepharshim explained that, in other words, over here, there's a way out. We know there's a famous Machlaikas Bishama Basilo and Avakiva. When a person is permitted to divorce his wife, Basilo holds that even if you found a wife, a woman that you would like to marry more than the wife you're married to, it's permitted to divorce her. 
So says the says the Gemara, our Tana holds like Beis Hillel, and says you you suspect your wife, so there's a very easy way out, divorce her. Even if you don't know that she actually committed adultery, you're, it's mutter for you to divorce her. So divorce her, and you don't have to go. She doesn't have to go through the public humiliation. So Mela, the Mishnah says, but Hamakana, but if someone who did it, meaning someone who violated, so to speak, the Isser of doing kinoi, okay. This is what has. This is the. This is the halach. Is about that you have to have two edim for the kinoi, and one or two edim for the steer. When, when it says usher, it's not. We're not saying it's like. Biblically, usher. Of course not, right? Because the Torah even tells us the halachas. Uh-huh. There's a parsha of soita in the in the uh, which we'll have to understand. Right. Right. That's right. So again, the Gemara's kasha was mashma only b'dieva b'lechatchili. You shouldn't. The Gemara explained answers kasavar tana didan our tana holds. Also, Lakan is that it's Usr, Lechatchila, to do the whole kinoi, to put her in the situation of Saita. And I'm telling you, that's how some of the Farshim say, meaning to say, because we hold like Beis Hillel, that there's another easy way out just to divorce her, and then Shalom al Yisrael. Good? Fine. But you're putting through public, you're, you're putting, yes, it's Drabon. Yeah. You're putting her through public humiliation. Let's see, let's see. We'll see in the Hamshah HaGemar on the Yom base. Um, it's, yeah. It's not really even a rabbinic prohibition, so to speak, like, you know, mukta. It's more like, you know, it's not, it's not a good thing to do. Right. Okay. Omer of Shmuel Barav Yitzchak. Rav Shmuel Barav Yitzchak said, Ki have a posach reish lakish When reish lakish would open his introduction, when he would learn and darshan, the parsha of Saito, ki have a pasach reish lakish b'saito. When he would begin teaching and learning the parsha of Saito, Omar Hachi he said the following: Ein mezavgin loyla adam. Hakadosh Baruch Hu does not pair up, make a shidduch with a person, isha, a woman, ela lofi ma'isav only according to his actions. Ain mezavgin la adam isha ela lofi ma'isav. Hakadosh Baruch Hu only makes a shidduch for a person according to his actions, meaning what he deserves, what kind of person he is. If he's a tzaddik, he'll get a tzaddikas. If he's a rasha, he'll get a rashanta. Okay, that's how Hashem makes shidduchim. Ain mezavgin la adam. Hashem does not make shidduchim isha a woman, a wife, ela lofi ma'isav only according to his actions. Shenamar, like it says in the pasuk. The, the portion of a Russia will not fall, it will not be placed, so to speak, the portion, the, the, the uh, portion of a Russia, Shevet is literally like a stick, but it means the, the a Russia is not going to be placed on the portion of Tzadikim. A tzaddik is not going to be left with a rashanta as a wife. Okay, so that's how we see that a shidduch is always bashert. This is the makar for the bashert. That a, a shidduch only happens a person shidduch ordained shidduch is only according to his actions and he gets what he deserves. So Shevet and Goro here, it's like similar meanings. Yeah, shevet means a stick, yeah. and a garol means like a, a uh, portion, uh-huh. okay. right? Like garolos. Okay. Amar Rava Babarchana, Amar Rabbi Yechonon. 
Rav of Rabbi says in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, Vikoshin Lizavgon, and it's difficult to make this Shidduch Kikriyas Yamsuf, like the splitting of the sea. Vikoshin Lizavgon, it's difficult, so to speak, for Hashem to make such a Shidduch Kikriyas Yamsuf, like it's difficult, so to speak, for Kriyas Yamsuf. We're not going to get involved yet in the um, I got it to explanations of what this means. Let's just see what the Gemara is saying. It's hard to do, it's difficult to do it, like Chris Yamsuf Like it says in the Pasuk in Tehillim, Eloikim Hashem, Moishiv Yechidim Baisa. He brings together Yechidim, individuals, Moishiv. He brings together Yechidim, individuals, Baisa to one home. Moitzi Asirim. And this the same Hashem who was Moitzi Asirim. He took out Asirim, those who were bound, right? Like Matir Asirim. Moitzi Asirim, he brings out those who are bound, Bikoisharois, at a proper time. And Rashi explains that it was a nice weather, right? By Nisam, by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So Hashem, we see that there's a juxtaposition in the Pasuk between Eloikim, Hashem, who is Moishiv Yechidim Beisa. He brings together individuals, Yechidim individuals, two separate individuals, Beisa or Baisa, to one home. Moitzi Asirim B'Kaisharais. He takes out Asirim, those who are bound, B'Kaisharais in the proper time. So you see that there's a connection between the two of them, and he's darshaning that they are just as hard. Just like it's hard to take them out at the proper time. And there was a difficulty, so to speak, in Kriyas Yamsuf, so too there's a difficulty in making the Shaduchim Lafim um, uh, Aisuf. Say again, what's the point of Asirim? He took out those who were bound in Klal Yisrael. We were prisoners in Mitzrayim. Bikai Shorais in a kosher time, in a proper and fitting time. So the, po- the point is that we see that the two things are next to each other. That we see that we're putting the two things together in one pasuk that's telling us that there's a connection. And just like Kriyas Yamsuf, there was some kind of difficulty, so too Shaduchim has that kind of difficulty for Hashem to do. Now, the point of, we're, tr- we're coming to say, he's coming to say that it's difficult to do. Right, that it's difficult to do. Why do I need to know that it's difficult to do? Okay. Well, well, let's see. Any frakti gemara, is it really so? V'ha'omer of Yehud Rav. But is it really so that it's difficult to be mezavik them? It's difficult to make shaduchim. V'ha'omer of Yehud Rav. But Rabbi Yehud Rav said, Arboim yoim, 40 days. This is the real makar for the basharat, I'm sorry. Kaidim etziris avlad. Before the formation of a child, Bas called Yoitzis. A Bas call goes out, Vaimeres, and says, Bas Ploini Laploini, the daughter of so and so will marry so and so. Bayis Ploini, this house, Laploini will go to so and so. Sode Ploini Laploini, and this field will go to so and so. So, how could you tell me? Ask the Gemara again. Rav of told us that it's Koshin Lizavgon Kriyas Yamsuf. It's hard to make the Shidduch like it's difficult to make Kriyas Yamsuf. Is that really so? But we have the Memra of Rabbi Yehudah Rav, who said, 
that 40 days before the Yitzhiris Havlad, 40 days before the formation of the child, a Bas Kol goes out and says that the daughter of so-and-so, Bas Pliny, will go to Pliny. So you see, it's preordained. So how can you say it's difficult? It's already, it's already established who's going who's gonna to marry who. Yeah. Actually, okay. So, okay. So, I, let, let me let me let, let me say let me let me let, one second. Hold on, hold on. Let, let me say it again. What Aini is? You're right. Aini meaning. Is it really so that a tzaddik always marries a tzaddikus? Because, and Rashi is explaining this by Rishis. You'll look at it later. We know that everything is b'day shemaim except for yirah shemaim. So when the when the, when the malach Hashem is deciding who is this child going to be, right? and what environment is he going to be born in, and what's going to be his characteristics, the one thing that's not asked about this child is, is he going to be a tzaddik or a rasha? Because everyone has that pechira to decide whether they're going to be a tzaddik or a rasha. So if Hashem decides that Reuven is going to marry Rachel, now Rachel is a tzaddikus, but Reuven, it was preordained before Reuven was born, that Reuven is going to marry Rachel. Reuven in his life decided he wants to make bad choices. So he became a rasha, but they're still going to be married to each other. So how could you tell me it's Lafim Maisov? How could you tell me that it's a tzaddik is always marrying a tzaddikus? And a rasha is always marrying a rashanta? We have Rabbi Yudam Arav telling us that it's all preordained before they're born. So before they're born, you don't know, so to speak, whether the child's going to be a rasha or a tzaddik. So how could you tell me that it's always Lafim Maisov according to their action, that a tzaddik is going to marry a tzaddikus and a rasha is going to marry a rashanta? Good? You're right, that, I made a mistake. That was the question, the direction of the question is not on that it's preordained or lefimai, so the question is, the, the preordination must be precluding whether he's a tzaddik or a rasha. So again, the Gemara said, it's kashin lezavgon kakriyas yamsef. It's hard to make a shidduch like kriyas yamsef. But it's always lefimai sof. It's always according to their, their actions, whether it's a tzaddik to a tzaddikas or a rasha to a rashanta. To which the Gemara says, is it really so that it's always going to be a tzaddik to a tzaddikas? I, we have Rabbi Yehudah Marav who tells us, Aini again, said, 40 days before the formation of the child, Baskol Yoytes, a Baskol goes out, Vaimerasin says, Bas Ploini Leploini. That so and so's daughter will go to marry so and so. Bayis ploini leploini. This house will go to this person. Sada ploini leploini. This field will go to so and so. So how can you be so sure that it's always a tzaddik marrying a tzaddikus? That's the Gemara's kasha. Answers the Gemara like kasha. That's no question. Ha bezivuk rishin. Ha bezivuk sheni. This that we say. That it's our boim yoim kaidim itziris havlad. That's the first shidduch. And this that we say that it's lefim aisim, that's the zivug sheni. And when it says that it's lefim aisim and it's kosher lezavgan, it's hard to make the shidduch, that's going on the zivug sheni. And the reason why it's difficult is because it's not, their mazel doesn't really necessarily match up. The only reason why they match up is because of their maisim.
And therefore, it's, so to speak, difficult to make the shidduch. So when is we say that the shidduch is bashert? So to speak, that it's aboim yoyim, 40 days prior to birth? That's only the zivog rishon. Zivog sheni is lafim ma'isiv, is according to their actions. And that's when we're saying that it's tzadok or meri tzadekes, and it's kosher lezavgon. There's many different pshatim to understand what Ziva Grishin and Ziva Gsheni is. There's one famous pshat from the Meiri who says that Ziva Grishin, the first shidduch, is the way they used to make shidduchim in the olden days, that they would marry off, you know, toddlers. This boy is going to marry this girl, and when they turn 13, 14, whatever age it is, they get married. But it was already determined when they were children. Mashiach came when there's a shidduch process, so then it's all considered Ziva Gsheni. That's what... The Me'iri says. Which will answer some questions. But okay, that's where we're going to get to tonight. Good? We're all good? Okay. Thank you for um, asking that. Okay.